0: Hey, everybody, I'm Jimmy Owens. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Unicorn. Well, I'm excited, and today we have Rebecca Reynolds. Woo-hoo! Thanks for coming.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah,
0: me too. Um, you're, you're a ball of energy. You always have good ideas, and I think you're, you're always looking to just take everything to the next level, like always improving, yeah. always communicating, always, you know... Uh, coaching people and um I'm you know I'm grateful to know you. So yeah, thanks I, thanks for being here. Uh,
1: thank you. Shout out to Sybil with uh, Pros Make Ready for introducing us. Thank you.
0: <laughs> she sanitized the room today. Did she really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't you feel the Christmas in the, the Christmas in the crispness, not Christmas.
1: Yeah. Can't,
0: can't <laughs> no. you feel the Christmas in the air? It's I the, wish Christmas was June. in the air. It's yeah
1: June. hey it's halfway yeah yeah anyways
0: yeah pros make ready ready good stuff um <laughs> i i don't know if you know this or not totally sidetracked but they also can uh, help with smells you don't want to smell anymore Got odors bad and stuff sm- like that yeah, odors and stuff like that so i always
1: this is an unpaid sponsorship but we really yeah, no like kidding. sybil's work
0: <laughs> yep um so yeah thank you for introducing us um Rebecca, tell me, the, the question we always want answered here is why why you are here is what makes you a unicorn?
1: Yeah. So I think what makes me a unicorn is I, I'm a big advocate for do it scared and every great thing I've ever done in my life was one of the scariest decisions I ever made in my life. Um, dating my husband, um, he was actually the boss's son of the company I was working at at the time. Uh, so obviously, I'm like, oh, cool. I like, might date him, might fall in love, might get married, also might lose my dream job if we break up. And uh, like dating him was one of the scariest things I ever did. I actually wound up falling in love with him, the company I worked for. It was what led me down the path of marketing. Um, it let me see business from like the owner's perspective because I got my start working at a small business, wound up marrying into the small business. I learned marketing from the perspective of this is my baby. Like this is my business. Like Mm -hmm. money coming in is what's paying my bills. Right,
0: drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, exactly. I joined the
1: cult. It was amazing. Um, And I, I just got to see marketing from a perspective of, Business, like starting your own business and entrepreneurship changes the trajectory of your life, your family's life, your kids' lives. Um, the people that I worked for, they their kids grew up watching their parents in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And I didn't grow up with that. Uh, and my dad is a wonderful man. He's a hard worker. But he grew up in a, in a stable government job. And he was able to provide a great life for us as kids. Um, but I didn't grow up thinking I can go start my own thing. hmm But I get into this job um, that was, at the time, it felt like it was way more than I was qualified to do. I was asked to, like, move into shipping. I started in shipping um, at this clothing company and just shipping out packages. Are we plugging them? Huh?
0: Are we plugging them? Do you want me to? I'm just picking. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) No, but I, 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 I say that because it is important. I started bottom up. I didn't just you know, go to college, get a degree, and then start at a marketing job. I yeah. started in shipping um, in a company that I loved the mission for. And so I did my best in shipping. And they were like, hey, why don't you take over our, consp- our, our company Instagram account? And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I loved the creativity of it. Um, I loved that chase of... How do I get our numbers up? How do I get mm-hmm. more people to follow us? How do I get more people to engage with us? How do I get more people to shop with us? Mm-hmm. And I realized that was my first spark in an entrepreneur set. Like, they were not driving my drive to, like, increase. Right. Um, it was just really challenging. And you weren't
0: making more money because you brought more in. You were just no. doing... You're trying to do a really good job. Yeah, yeah,
1: I was learning. That's typically
0: how you get a raise. You do the work before you. A hundred percent. Yep. Yeah.
1: And so I did that for a while. They wound up promoting me to a shipping manager. Again, no experience in management. So I took on another task that I had no previous experience. And they're like, oh, you'll just learn as you go. We'll train you. Um, which also meant, um, we're going to throw you in this sink or swim, figure it out, or, you know, mm-hmm. it, which honestly, in my opinion, is the best freaking way to learn. Yeah. And I feel like people who love entrepreneurship and growth thrive in that because it's immediately you're given this huge task and you're like, problem solve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really what entrepreneurs do. They problem solve. They find a problem in the market or in the industry, and they say, I'm going to fix this, and I'm going to fix it better than anyone else can. Yep. Um, so I started in their shipping department. I wasn't there for very long before they were like, you know what, you're doing a good job with Instagram. Let's move you into Facebook. So they pulled me out of shipping, put me learning Facebook post, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, um, mm-hmm. Instagram itself, just marketing in general. Mm-hmm. And I start doing this, that same fire starts up of, okay, uh, I'm chasing the numbers. I'm chasing sales. I want to like do this better than anyone else. What gets people's attention? And I realized what I loved was the marketing. It was Mm -hmm. how do I get people's attention and how do I keep it? How do I get people's attention and like match our products to people who want these exact products? And That was when I was going to college at the time. So I was working full-time. I was a student full-time. Going to college for what? I was going to college for a general just business degree. um, And that was when I was like, you know what? I want to go into marketing. Like, this is what I want to specialize in. So I started marketing and training in marketing before I went to school for training in marketing. Mm -hmm. um, Which was honestly 10 times better.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you on yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Learning by doing is 10 times better than learning by somebody reading a book to me and telling me what to do.
0: Yeah. So, two different experiences.
1: Exactly. And so, it was really neat because I got to, I would get into a class where they're teaching text marketing. And lo and behold, at my company, they're like, Hey, we're going to hand over our text marketing channels to you. And I'm like, Great. I'm going through a class on how to do that. So, I would use the company I was working at for my projects at sure. school. And I would take what I was learning for my projects at school and introduce them to the company I was working for. I mean, it probably
0: allowed you to, you know, you're introduced to a subject Mm -hmm. or, you know, and you're able to dive deeper because you already know how part of it works. Exactly. I mean, it's like reading a book more than once you get more something out of it every time you read it.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people, um, I learn best by doing. Like, I love the... Honestly, I tell people you can either suck fast or you can suck slow. Um, okay. Sucking fast means just crank it out, learn as you go, do it before you're ready, do it scared. Yep. And in doing that, I feel like because I am willing to be bad at it, it is what has helped me get good at it. Because I'm not trying to prove to somebody that I'm already the best. It's right. I'm willing to admit, no, I don't know that. I'm going to learn that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know that. I'm going to learn how to do it. And I'm going to do it while I learn it. <laughs> Um, and I feel like that has been like a key differentiator in my business uh, growth versus some other people's business, especially in the marketing industry. Um, people want to be the expert and they act like they know everything. Mm-hmm. And really, you should be up front with this is what I know well. This is how to do it. These are things I don't know well. So let me go learn more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, And I think it even goes like in the market, you know, like marketers now, businesses now. Mm hmm they may know all of it but they they may not come out and say they they don't even want to show what they do and that's right. part of the problem right now right? right people don't even want to show what they do or if they do want to show what they do they don't know how to show what they do yeah cuz they just do it yeah right and yeah. so
1: the, the magic is taken out of it when you're doing it every day and you see it as mundane
0: right yeah or like your task that you have to get done uh, to make everything else go
1: right yeah. right i one thing I think is really cool with small business is because I do a lot of coaching with small businesses. Um, okay. I do coaching with small businesses and then I do management. Um, for like large e-com brands like I worked with large Shopify stores that are running eight figures um, a year and that's um, we've talked about projects like that and then I have projects where I'm working with small local businesses who just they've never used Instagram before in their life and they don't know how to post a video so just to
0: clarify so you did work at the clothing store you don't work at the clothing store you have your own business now tell me what you do
1: yeah so okay so I (laughs) (laughs) I just got so excited about my beginning story yeah so I own Reynolds Media Marketing um, and it is a marketing consulting and management company, um, but I'm a freelancer. So I hire other freelancers to help me in areas where I need assistance. So like um, if someone is an expert in Facebook groups, I mm-hmm. would hire them in on projects. Um, but I, what I do is I teach people how to use social media to get in front of and attract clients and leads. Okay. Um, I love social media because it's low cost to entry. Um you we were just talking about before the show, like I crank out content on yeah, my pages. Right.
0: Yeah. Um I was asking I was asking her um how how often she records videos and, and posts and stuff. A week or a day. I don't remember what it was, but
1: I tried so when I'm in growth mode, I post like five a day. Uh on five my feed. Five post a day. On my feed. That's
0: five posts a day. Yeah.
1: So uh On my Instagram stories, I share those to my Facebook and I try to get anywhere from five to 20 out on that sucker a day. Um, And it's how I get most of my leads. Um, I have grown my business to, it is now a six figure business in the course of, I think February was my last day at my job. So, but I started in January. So February of this year, 2022, 2022. Yep. February of 2022 this year, I had my last day at my nine to five job. And I launched Reynolds Media Marketing full-time myself. I'd been doing freelance for the last three years um, Mm -hmm. on one-off projects in addition to my nine-to-five, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to sink into this. So within February, March, April, May, June, within four months, we've grown that business to six figures um, with social media marketing.
0: Awesome. So Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And she's even had a first child.
1: Oh, yeah. I well, mean, come
0: on. There's yeah. a lot going on.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, my son was the whole reason I decided to take off on my own anyway. And
0: start your own business.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, which because sounds the, so counterintuitive because yeah. yeah. you're like, more work, yeah. more responsibility.
0: No insurance. Um, that makes <laughs> <Yeah>. no sense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, was, can right? I can
0: feed the baby. I can feed the baby.
1: I can buy him formula. No, I...
0: I make the formula. Yeah. I mean, I can feed the baby.
1: Yeah. No, I got into it because... When I got, so my main platform is TikTok. Okay. So in February of this year, I started posting on that platform. Literally, we went from 200 followers on my TikTok to uh, I'm at 160,000 followers on TikTok currently. Okay. And I, I gained a ton of leads from that platform. And, what do your leads say? Uh, like, what do you mean?
0: Like, um, I mean, I just, what, what's the message that you get?
1: So, like, someone might message... What do you consider a lead, right? Yeah. So, I consider a lead somebody who is ready to invest in their social media strategy. Okay. So, my uh, a lead for me might look like, hey, I've seen what you've been posting. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to use social media to grow my business. I want to set up a... Dis- uh, a, a they don't call it a discovery yeah. call. They're like, I want to set up a phone call. Right. Um, and because my marketing because my social media precedes me yep. by the time they get to me they already know me mm-hmm. well enough to know like
0: what you're going to do. Gonna, yep,
1: I'm going to show up to the meeting in a t-shirt. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like I like it's just it's great because it weeds out a lot of the people I don't want to work with. Um yep. you know what I mean? So uh, I love social media because so leads will come to me, they'll shoot me a message or they'll send me an email and say, hey, I'm interested. I saw you're posting about this social media group that you're doing. I'd love more information about that. Right. Or even better, they'll say, hey, I am experiencing this problem. They might say, I've been on social media for three years. I haven't gotten a single sale off of it. What am I doing wrong?
0: Yeah. Um, and is that why you created the class, the group?
1: Yeah. It, she
0: has a group as well. What is yeah. it?
1: Uh, so I own, uh, RMM small business Academy. Um, it's a $50 a month Facebook group and it's for small businesses who don't have the money yet to invest in a full on like consultation mm-hmm. service management services. Um,
0: cause you have the time, but you don't have the money.
1: Yes, right? exactly. You I have mean, the time. You don't that's have what the I money. I
0: hear is like, you know, social media is so cheap to do. It is, but like, man, how valuable is your time?
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: It's. Depends on what you want to get done,
1: right? When when you're small, um, everything is costs you time. Uh, yep. you're, you're mitigating the cost because you're not outsourcing, but it means it's all going to be on you. Yep. And uh, there is a learning curve that comes with learning a new skill or a task. So we do two things. We teach entrepreneurs and small businesses how to market themselves and use social media to create leads. And then we also teach if maybe they have a couple employees, they can pay to put their employees in there. Okay. And then their employee, uh, whether it's a virtual assistant or whatever, they can then learn things that they can start doing to help grow the business. So. It's good for the people who are still small. They don't have a lot of money to invest, but they do want to breed, like branch out into something.
0: So I'll put you on the spot. Okay. What have been the results of the people that have taken it?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have one lady. Uh, her name is Mindy. Cut.
0: She said, she said cut. I was joking. Cut. No, no. I'll happily I'm share. Joking.
1: Literally. I mean, because here's the deal. The group is about getting support on mm-hmm. what you learn. I'll yep. tell you right here, if you want to grow your social media pages, post three to time. Three to five times a day for the next month, and you will be amazed at what happens. Right, that's the secret sauce.
0: But also with that, <laughs> I don't want to see like clouds in the sky. Like it depends on what you what you what you oh, have, see, right?
1: See, but I mean, here's the deal: if you do that for a month, yeah, some of most of those posts are going to suck. They're going to yeah. be bad. Well, so they're they're gonna there be super are people bad.
0: that I you know connected with, and I'm yeah. like, I don't really understand what I'm looking at, like. I don't think you have a very creative eye like that's the worst picture I've ever seen (laughs) and then and you're like maybe that's just an accident and you're like the next day you're like that was not an accident that's just (laughs) as horrible as the last weeks like some people just have a really bad eye I and I don't even know what I was looking at. Like, why are we? It's like a rant. Was that in your pocket? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, just like.
1: <laughs> so okay. If,
0: you know what I'm talking so about. let me go. There's those.
1: Yeah. So let me don't go. Don't do those. Let me pull on. Th- no. Do <laughs> do those. Here's <laughs> oh, the deal. No. Messy, poorly done action. As long as you grow from it.
0: They growing from it.
1: I am all about. Okay.
0: It's all up here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you remember them, though. You're talking about them, however long oh. later. <laughs> but that's what I think. Like. Messy action and imperfect action. So I'm not saying put out garbage for the rest no, of your I'm life. I'm with you. Yeah, but if you, like, so when I started growing on my TikTok, I posted eight to 10 videos a day for a month. And they 90% of them were terrible. They were so bad. But at the end of that month, I had 100 videos to go back and look at and say, I did this right. I did this wrong. I didn't get a good attention here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good subject for me. I want to retouch on that. Right. It gives me all this data. Right. On what to move forward People against. commented
0: on and they shared or they liked this one more. So you can go back and dive into that exact- deeper. Is exactly, that what you're saying?
1: Exactly. And you get better because you're doing. Yep. Um, have you heard – I'll have to find the source for it. Have you heard the story of the photography professor who gave an assignment to half his class? Like, have you heard that story? Um,
0: no, I was trying to think of something witty. Good. No, ha. I've not heard of it.
1: Boo, you suck. <laughs> not fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> no just kidding but like so i read it on facebook so i'd have to find the source for it but it was a photography professor at a university and he gave half of his students the uh, option at the end of the semester they would be graded on how many pictures they produced like basically he said the more pictures you get like if you give me over ten thousand pictures like you're gonna get an a but you need to get me as many photos
0: as possible because the they got better and better and better, didn't they? Uh huh. Yeah.
1: The other group, he said, "I'm going to grade you on one perfect photo." Yeah. And so he was like, "You just have to turn in one photo. Your entire fifteen of you turn in one photo, yeah. and if that photo is perfect, you will get an A." So one had volume, one had quality. And what he noticed at the end of the semester was the group that had quantity had better quality by the end of the semester because their no. goal was get as many reps in as yeah. possible.
0: It's like producing a video podcast and yep. having a table and light set up and mics ready to go. Yep. Right.
1: And the other group, um, they stressed and agonized over the one photo they were gonna take. So there were many photos they didn't take that could have been great mm-hmm. because they weren't they didn't think they were perfect. And so I like that same strategy with social media.
0: Well, it becomes more stressful too, right? Mm-hmm. If you're the student, you have to get the per- perfect photo. Mhm. And yeah, yeah, I mean there's so many things that could go wrong. Yeah. Like maybe the professor doesn't like milkshakes. <laughs> right. right? And right. there is a picture of a milkshake. <laughs> right. Or whatever. Right.
1: right. It, but 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 perfection kills creativity and social media rewards authenticity and mm-hmm. creativity. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't remember where I was going with that, but that was a good story, huh?
0: (laughs) Confetti. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan's adding it. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. That was great.
1: (laughs) But like uh, my point is, though, is that if you want to grow on social media, start getting in the reps. Start posting. um, Because even with like figuring out likes, comments, people who engaged with something, I was also able to figure out I like the way I talked about that. Mm-hmm. That really feels authentic to me the way I talked about that. right? And then you start building a brand and a business based on what I believe resonates with me. And then I attract the people who I most want to work with, if that makes sense. Yeah. So there are videos I put out. I know they're not going to be my most popular videos. Not every video is designed to go viral. Um, but I put them out because I'm like, you know what? Like, I think this is going to help somebody. Yeah um, and for those,
0: example, my favorite ones you just put out were this morning were all about us. Oh
1: yeah, and oh yeah, I was
0: like I was like really <laughs> like she made like five stories already this morning about coming in and I was just you know grateful for that. So I really appreciate it. and I yeah, mean, yeah,
1: absolutely. but that's part of like part what I love about social media is it is social. So I can share people I love, brands I love, companies I love.
0: There's not a thumbs down though. It's not that social. What do you mean? I want to say, no, I don't like it. Oh, right? there is a thumbs is down. A thumbs people down? leave
1: mean comments what? on stuff oh, all no, the time. Yeah. I can't,
0: I'm not that guy. I couldn't leave a mean comment, but I could hit a thumbs down. There
1: are plenty of people on the mean. internet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I try to di- uh, not associate with those people.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or we
0: just have happy, you know, rainbows and unicorns <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> behind the unicorn. If you're not bringing happy, please get off.
0: <laughs> get out of here. If you want to hit the thumbs down. Yeah. But just leave a comment. Let us know what we could change. Yeah. Um, you know, we've gotten in this kind of far, but I need to take a moment and say thank you to Ally Medical Marketing for being our sponsor for this episode. Uh, they make this possible. Um, thank you. We're helping hospitals, clinics, and doctors train their staff and turn patient education into marketing. It's time to start letting your patients meet their physician before they meet their physician with Ally Medical Marketing. So you talk about posting on social media and getting started. What is your magic trick to get so many posts out? Do you follow a script? Do you schedule it? Do you set that? Like how often are you like Mondays, I sit down and write out all the content I want. How much is spur of the moment? You know, we'll go there and then we could dive into how you help your clients with their social media and planning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I like those that.
0: Are, so how do you create your own content? What's your so you know, your secret sauce? But how do you, planning is a huge yeah. thing. I'm not the best planner. I'm, yeah. I'm more of a MacGyver, yeah. you know? Let me fix this right now. So. Yeah,
1: I, I am very much due right now. Um, And I think that's to my detriment and to my aid, that is kind of how I run everything in my business. So at least for my personal marketing. So I what I do for my marketing is I schedule it throughout my day. The idea of sitting down and recording like because I literally put out 15 to 20 mm-hmm. stories a day, recording 60, 80, 100 videos all in one sitting to schedule out throughout the week is just not a good time for me. Um, You'd
0: have to change your shirts.
1: No, but that's just that's it. Just I saying. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would wear the same freaking shirt and I would schedule it out for the next three months.
0: Nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, but no, I don't think so because people are more concerned with the quality of the content, like what you're saying and the message you're giving more than what shirt you're wearing. Like if someone unfollows me because I wear the same shirt in every video, like please leave.
0: Yeah, there's the thumbs down button. Yeah, there's the thumbs down button.
1: But um, like I, rec- I plan content in my day. So every single morning I go to the gym When I get to the gym, either right before or right after, is when I record my stories. Because it's already built into my day. I take 10 to 15 minutes. And then two, it kind of gives me something fresh. Because each day something else is on my mind. So this morning, obviously, I'm thinking about this podcast. I'm excited. It's something new for me. It's kind of scary for me. Um, And it's making me learn a new skill set. So... Today, my whole theme for all my content today will be learning a new skill set, doing things before you're ready, launching into things, you know, feet first and just going for it. Mm -hmm. And so this morning, you know, I celebrate the fact that I'm getting on a podcast and I'm, you know, recording videos and putting stuff out. Uh, I recorded a podcast last week and that was my first ever like guest appearance on a podcast. And so that's right. Yeah. So I talked about that and. For me, it's something I'm learning right now. So it feels really genuine. It feels authentic. Mm-hmm. I'm genuinely excited about it. Um, and so that is how I build out my content. I do it throughout my day. So when I leave here, yep, I will go sit in my car and I will record another couple pieces of content about my experience and I will post them out and then content's done for the day.
0: Uh, so you, you really just build around your day and how it relates to what you do. Mm-hmm. Like you as a business I mean, you're about creating content. I want to help right. you create content. I want to get you traction. I want to get you leads. Right. And then just what you just talked about is how you're getting leads.
1: Yep. Yep. I and here's what I love about that. I teach brands how to get leads and sales. Why I too, as a personal brand, am doing exactly what I'm teaching. Right. I think that. Uh, says something about integrity when you believe in what you're, te- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I hate that phrase, uh, people who can't teach, yeah. um, I'm going to be someone who can and teaches. Right. And so, uh, I do what I, I practice what I preach. I put out content like crazy. Um, I practice authentic posting so I don't get all perfect and make sure the outfit's on point. Mm-hmm. And, like I get in my car. I'm like, that's a good idea. Record the video post.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what about burnout? have you hit your burnout point yet? Are you Uh tired of making videos? Like how have you dealt with that? Right. I mean, yeah. like if I'm a business owner, I took your $50 a month class Uh and then I'm like, Oh, this is great. I'm getting busy. Yeah. Uh, Do I really need to create a video today? You know that you need to, um, but what about burnout? Like, what do you do? I mean, if you're the face of the business, right, what do you do? Right.
1: So uh, it's a two-way street. So there's two ways I tell businesses how to respond to this because I'm not immune to it. I have 100% experienced burnout. So one is on the days I have a lot of energy. like I know I'm going to leave this podcast with like a bunch of ideas. Like You've already got my wheels turning for uh-huh. things I want to talk about. So I will probably go to my car. I'll record a bunch of ideas. I won't post them all today. And so three days from now, if I experience burnout, I'll post one of those instead. Okay. like, I'll post one of the videos I recorded today. So, on days that you're higher energy or play, this is for personal brands where you and your business are the content, right? People have content teams to manage consistent content. like if if my job is a content creator for my nine to five job, I can't just come and be like, I'm burned out, can't make content today.
0: Right right right.
1: <laughs> but if I'm the business owner and I am the brand, two mm-hmm. options. I create a backlog of content that I can post when I'm burnout. I can do what I call easy content, which is where literally I pick up my phone, I take a selfie, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I just write a caption in, so I don't have to record a video. Yeah. I just write in a caption. Um, it's usually a story or something that is easy for me to just get off my chest. Um, and I put that out, and that's my content for the day. Uh, the other option is is if you are consistently putting out you know, a video a day or four videos a week... No one's going to notice if you don't post for a week. Sure. Like people, um, I see it all the time, especially with influencers. They'll disappear from their channels for a week and they'll come back on. They're like, hey, guys, I'm so sorry I haven't been around. I've been so busy. That sounds worse. Just don't be there for a week. And in a week, come back like nothing happened. Because honestly, nobody's going to notice. I
0: just got back from vacation and it's good to be back.
1: Yeah, that's That'd fine. Be all right. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I I went on a vacation yeah. last week and I didn't post anything. I
0: know I noticed. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> you noticed. <laughs> but here's the deal: the people who feel your absence are probably your biggest fans. Mm-hmm. And so, like, your biggest fans aren't gonna dock you for not posting. Um, that's the great thing about being a business owner and an entrepreneur is I don't have a boss. Um, but the bad part about being a business owner and an entrepreneur is. I don't have a boss. Yeah. So like I have to like have the discipline to do the dailies. Yeah,
0: I have a different take on that. So, mm-hmm. um, cause I have a friend that's like, oh, you're living the American dream. I was like, <laughs> mm, that's what it looks like, huh? <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> you don't see me dying in the background.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, you could just see how I feel. Um, yeah. 100%. But I feel like, um, you know, I have a lot of bosses. Every mm-hmm. one of our clients, Is a boss, and we Mm -hmm. have all of these expectations that we have to live up to. I can choose not to, but in theory, every new client, every client, every meeting, those are all my boss. So we we have a lot of bosses that we report to. So entrepreneurship, I I don't view as bossless by any means in my world. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. And see, I think I have the opposite take on that because. As an entrepreneur, I can choose who I work with. And so I only choose to work with businesses and brands that I really think that I can serve. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I'm meeting my expectations for how I can serve them. Like I have several accounts that they're like, hey, this looks great. And I'm like, okay, but what are your sales at? And they'll tell me and I'm like, it's not good enough. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I'm gonna start introducing these things to fix that. Like my expectation of, I'm not saying like, brands and businesses that are like, if I'm serving them, like, yes, I need to meet their expectations. I need to match their brand. Um, but at the end of the day, like I want to know I serve them to my greatest capacity. So still at the end of the day, I'm answering to myself of if I slacked off, I know I did. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. A hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah.
0: hear those crickets. (laughs) Um, so let's talk about, you and your clients right yeah. it talks about you yeah how you schedule your stuff because you're you're the brand and you're mm-hmm. the one pushing the content how's that work with your clients like you know is there what's a yeah a routine
1: yeah so uh, they go to
0: the gym they post in their car
1: right <laughs> so i tell them again everybody is different so if they are the brand so i'm working with a couple right now um and they are a like
0: a couple yeah or yeah. like
1: yeah they're Two. Like two different they're married. Ones? Oh, yeah, okay. sorry. The, this, this is. I'm working with several brands, but this is a couple brand. Husband and wife. They've been married for a while. They they've grown their businesses to be over seven figures. They're okay. uh, Christian faith based entrepreneurs, and they want to move into um, coaching and business coaching and like uh, like faith based entrepreneurship. Okay. And so that's their brand. That's their goal, and so. Really, what I'm going to tell you to do as a brand and as a business is going to be based on what are your goals. Their goals were grow as quickly as possible on our platform so that we can reach more people and start gaining leads and opportunities to speak. So they Mm -hmm. got the mission of post this many times a day. I don't care what you put out, but get something out to Mm -hmm. start with. And after we did, looked at that for a month, then we came back and I was like, okay, here are scripts. Um, and by scripts, I don't mean word for word, like reading off a, you know, a teleprompter. Yeah. But scripts being this is the subject. Use this sentence at the beginning as your hook, mm-hmm. and then go into your teaching. Um, and so for them, we grew them from 80 followers on TikTok to I think they have 3,400 today, and that was three months ago. They have their first. Uh, I believe they had eight. Business leads, um, people reaching out to them and emailing, wanting you know, mm-hmm. to figure out how to work with them. We put together a pricing strategy for them next week because they're starting to get leads. So now we want to move into sales. Okay. They got invited to speak on their first podcast. They're speaking at a um, entrepreneur faith-based uh, business seminar in Texas okay. not too long from now. So they got all these opportunities and platforms to speak on, but that was their goal. Mm-hmm. So what you do is very much based on your goal. If your goal is to start driving sales, you need to first increase reach to increase reach. You need to start putting out content.
0: How do you feel about boosting some of those? What's your concept? What's the concept on that? Uh, That's a I, big, big, right, right? Like,
1: like on Facebook Boost and now, TikTok. you can get
0: more. It's getting 87% more, you know, yeah. Noticed. So
1: right. I like that sound like an ad. Yeah, you sounded exactly like Facebook right there. (laughs)
0: 20%
1: off. TikTok does these 20% off coupons of like, boost now, get 20% off your boost. Um, My thing is, is if the content isn't doing great organically, you probably have a messaging problem. And so I don't like spending a bunch of money to outdo the messaging problem. I love if you want to spend additional money to um, compound on mm-hmm. good messaging. So, the best boosts and the best ads you're going to have are pieces of content that performed really good organically. Um, if you posted it and it resonated and you got mm-hmm. a lot of action on it, yeah. that would be a fantastic boost um, because all you're going to do is take something that's already working well and put more leverage behind it. Yeah. Um,
0: well, then yeah. you get into who do I target with this, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all, That's what... So let's talk about the uh, couple uh-huh. that you're helping. Do they record their own videos and post their own stuff or they give you the videos and you and your team take care of it?
1: They record their own videos and post it. Okay. So um, the pros and cons of doing your own versus having a team do it for you. So pros are speed. I can record a video today and get out a video today because I am the video editor, scripter, um, poster, whatever, copywriter, I'm all the things, um, is speed. The con is uh, there's not another set of eyes on your stuff if maybe your messaging doesn't come across the way you meant for it to, Mm -hmm. or you. um, it, it is the pro and the con.
0: Yeah. Or you should have said, like, you should have said this for the opening statement. Right. Or that would have been better. That's not horrible, right? Right. Or you said
1: this, and because I know you, I know you meant this. But if I don't know you, it comes across like this. Right. Um, Yeah. And I recently ran into an issue where I posted out a video. What I said and what I meant did not come across the way what I said and what I meant was. And so I had backlash and I. I deserved it, like I screwed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had sent that to somebody who had been a fresh set of eyes on it, mm-hmm. they probably would have seen it right from the get go. Yeah, because they're not so in it. Right. If that makes sense. No, I get it. Yeah. So then, with hiring a team um, or having like me and my my people like edit it and get it out, uh, you're going to have more research backed planning of it. So like, I'm going to take off a couple seconds at the beginning because I know it's a little distracting. Yeah, I have the ability to add text on the screen in big bubble letters instead of just the little captions at the bottom. Cause I know yeah. people like to read while they're listening.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: you get the added benefits of the strategy backed editing that goes okay. into it. You would know that doing yeah. video editing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. No, that's good stuff. Um, anything else you want to add to that?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing very well and they're very successful in what they're doing because they did the work. They were willing to put in the time and energy investment and they were willing to sit there for two months and watch it do nothing in order to see it blow up in that third month.
0: What about um, some of your other um, clients that, so not, not the couple, but you have some that are e-commerce. Uh-huh. What are, what's that like?
1: Yeah, so bigger scale. Um, So with them, it's not the owner is recording videos and putting it out on their pages. Uh, For them, they typically have a team that does it. Mm -hmm. uh, And then I have a couple brands that what they do is they hire me and then I go source talent. We were just talking about Mm -hmm. that, like sourcing talent. Um, I have that person come in. I write all the scripts. They record the videos. I will send them to the brand in order to get them approved. And then we will do the hashtag research, do the copy and send it out. Yeah. So there's a lot more steps into it when it's a bigger brand who's looking to scale, especially if they already have a pre- presence on other platforms. And our goal is to get them on Instagram reels or get them on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um It then becomes, okay, match the, br- their current brand to the messaging that we're creating for them. Uh, and then find and hire people that we can use that match that brand message. We're creating characters right. for their brand. Yeah. So
0: there's a lot. There's some fun ones out there that we've talked about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it just it the scale of it is much larger. It's easy when I am the brand, I am the business. It is more complex and requires more money and time and planning when I have this big brand. It's grown outside of me, the owner, and now I need. Basically, my own influencers and spokespeople yeah. to represent it.
0: Like, so is there anything that, like, how do you do so much, right? Yeah. How do you do so much? We, uh, our previous episode to this was uh, virtual assistants, I believe. Yeah. Virtual assistants. You use a virtual assistant. How do you get so much done? Yeah. Are you just.
1: I am about to hire a virtual assistant. So for the last four or five months, it's all been me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, uh, I started working with you guys on some projects. Right. So I am starting to work with individual other individual business owners, especially freelancers, uh, to be able to expand what I'm able to do in a day because I'm starting to reach that limit of what I can do by myself. Mm -hmm. I would much rather take people who are experienced in video editing or experienced in Mm -hmm. um, invoicing and uh, like admin work.
0: Right, I'm not good at admin
1: work, terrible at admin work.
0: Yeah, it can get neglected.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, I'll like look up three days later. And I'm like, mm, I haven't sent any of those uh, of those email yeah. projects out, and it's like propose. It's my business stuff. Yeah. You know, I I mean, it. I mean, you are a business owner. My client stuff comes first, and then at the end of the day, I'm like, what did I do in my business? Yeah. Like, What did I well, do? Well, yeah. I mean,
0: I do. I, will, I look up to you on that because you're posting. You know, you're the brand. You're posting about your business and what you're doing. So I feel like, you know, marketing, social media wise, getting your message out, you're doing it every day. Yeah. Whereas like us, for example, you know, we do our, all of our client stuff, and we we've had a few projects uh, that I could just keep going, but oh, we bump them down. Oh, we bump mm-hmm. them down, and we're sitting on them for like three months, and yep. it's like. You know, once for this table, we have a cool highlight video that we made for this, you know, cool footage. We haven't put it up. Yeah. You'll see it eventually. But we, <laughs> we're hitting other deadlines, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's even
0: though we had a date on that.
1: Yeah. It's hard right?
0: because we get it, someone comes in and we're like, can you do this? Yes, we can. We bump it down. Yeah. Because a paying project is, you yeah. know,
1: I have to treat project. myself like a client. And yeah. that's what I started doing. I think doing. you do that
0: really well. Yeah. That uh, might be your you. unicorn capability.
1: Yeah. I treat myself like a client. Yeah. 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 And, well, and in doing that, I figured out I'm really good at sales. Um, and I'm really good at sales because I believe in the product that I'm selling. Mm-hmm. And I have a genuine interest in serving people. I You always hear that. And it's like that cliche, like selling a service. Yep. Um, But I've only ever experienced it on the other side of like manipulative sales tactics, like I was literally talking to my husband the other day, I getting, because I watch a lot of business related videos, I get a Mm -hmm. lot of sales related coaching videos Mm -hmm. on my newsfeed. And they were talking about how to overcome the objection of I'll talk to my spouse Okay. and they're teaching salespeople how to get out from under if a prospect says, well, I wanna talk to my spouse about it. Okay. I don't like that. I think that's slimy. Yeah. Um, and it makes me feel gross um, because a lot of the big projects I'm in now, I'm in them because it was a large financial investment. and I told I was like, I want to talk to my spouse like before mm-hmm. I and the biggest financial investment I've made to date, um, I told that to the salesperson and he said, no problem. let's set up a meeting for next Tuesday. talk to him and get back with me. All pressure is immediately off me. Yeah. I can now make a educated decision. yeah. And I talked to my husband and it was a big investment. He was like, you know what? If this is the next thing that's going to move the needle on your business, let's do it. Yeah. Went back, talked to him. I felt great calling that salesperson and spending a lot of money. Yeah. Because he did not try to manipulate me. He empowered me to make my own decision. Yeah. And so uh, in treating myself like a client, I found that is a skill set of mine. And so now I want to do more work focusing on that like teaching people how to sell that way.
0: yeah, Because it no, leaves me feeling good. I told, no, I totally agree with you. Um, I get the sales part. Um, my downfall in sales is not being aggressive enough, I feel like. Mm, but I, I'm a little yeah. more like, oh, okay, call us whenever. And like now I'm not, I'm like, can I call you? And yeah. you know, whatever days. can So, um, and that's not really even aggressive, right? Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, it's assertive. My
0: aggressive isn't even aggressive, Yeah. right? It's just. Following up and doing our job.
1: Yeah, well, and see, okay, I, I do want to touch on that because they're like this is something I'm so passionate about in small business is when you're a small business owner and you don't want to inundate people with sales calls and you don't want to inundate people with you know usually the thought is I don't want to pressure you into buying something you don't need. I don't want to pressure you into making this decision. Um, I don't like a lot of us were. Good entrepreneurs and good small businesses, we're really hard on ourselves because we want to overdeliver. Like, we want to take care of our clients. Right. But it means we are willing to hold our tongue when promoting ourselves because we don't want to underdeliver. deliver um, On the flip side of that, by somebody not working with you in video editing, there's a chance they go work with another video editing company that was sure. more aggressive right. who does not care about them as much as you do.
0: Yeah, right. And, um, I'm realized I've realized that over time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I just think that'd be good for the people, like the people watching this, like by not being assertive with what you can offer, um, you are running the chance of that person going to someone who cares less about them than you do. Right. And if you care about your clients, you're already a great business owner. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Well said.
1: Super passionate about that. That's like, (laughs) that was like an opening, like skies opening heavens, like, ah! Of like being a business owner and selling my services.
0: Yeah, Yeah. totally agree. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you. I don't want to, you know, give away your $50 a month class that's on Facebook. Go sign up now, go do your research. Uh, But, um, you know, you're willing to share almost anything and you know, let's talk to like, what do you actually share in that class? Like, you know, how are you helping business owners? I'm sure it's like posting. I want to put words in your mouth. You tell me like, what, how do you help people in the class? Yeah.
1: So the group is a private Facebook group and I go live in there once a week and then I'll drop tutorial videos in that group on how to do things. And it's anything social media. So one of the most useful things that people who sign up for, uh, we do Q and A's. We do at least two a month. And I'll go on and I'll say, hey, bring your social media questions. So we had people come and ask questions about Facebook ads. We have people okay. come and ask questions about how to post a reel on okay. Instagram. Um, and then we have people who ask questions that are more content related. They're like, hey, I'm a real estate agent. How do I create content that gets people's attention? like I feel like everybody's posting about mm-hmm. this. And sure. so we talk about how, okay, um, I mean I can even go through this I think one of the most helpful things in that group is how to create your content strategy. Okay. And so I always ask people when they like when they come in for that training, I'm like, okay, who do you serve? Who is your audience? And what problems do they have that you can fix? Um, a lot of us the mistake we make with social media marketing is we get online and we're like, hey, I have a $50 Facebook group course. Bye, 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 bye. Um, and every single post we do is sale, 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 mm-hmm. sell, sell. And I told you earlier, service is selling. So I tell them, what problems do you solve? Pain points. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the people who you serve struggling with? Um, For me, for social media marketing, small business owners are struggling because they don't have enough inbound leads, they don't have enough customers, their sales aren't as high as they would like, and they don't know how to attract customers and clients. And they don't have big budgets Mm -hmm. to spend to do it either. Like that is like, I know that is what they need. And so all my marketing is based on that. It's, you know, uh, if you're struggling with using, if Facebook feels foreign to you and you have no idea how to use Facebook and you see people using it and they're making money using it and you just feel like you're left behind, join this group. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: is it more targeted to, you know, B2C or B2B?
1: It's, uh, honestly, it's more B2B. Um, it's, okay. it's this group is really for small businesses. That does include MLM marketers because you are, they are a B2C, but mm-hmm. they are still a small business. Yeah. Like they only make money by getting people to buy their products. Right. Um, so it is good for if someone's in real estate and they're growing their personal brand, real estate agents, MLM companies. Um, I, my sister-in-law is a very successful MLM marketer. Uh, she has like 120,000 followers on TikTok and she grew it off of her health and wellness coaching. So her brand is health and wellness coaching and she offers these products. Okay. And um, she's fantastic at social media marketing. She jumped on the bandwagon when it started rolling out. But um, But I always tell businesses that come in that group, let's focus on what problems you fix and then let's create content based on that. So that's always the first thing I tell them when they get in that group. Tell me what problems you fix and then start making video about this is how you feel. This is what you're struggling with. This is how to fix it. You know, contact me and I'll help you more with this. Then
0: you explain like, you know, how to maybe hook up your Facebook and Instagram accounts, Mm -hmm. you know, those kinds of things. Should I be on Twitter? Right. Right. Do you ever tell someone, no, you shouldn't be on a platform? You ever tell them that?
1: What I typically tell people is when you decide you're going to be on social media, claim all the handles. Right. That way, if in the future you decide to get on that platform, you're there.
0: We help people do that with branding. Yeah. We design their logo. We, you know, if they don't have a name, we help them with that and
1: that. Right. Uh, So if I decide, okay, I want to grow my personal brand. I need to pick my name. So I'm Rebecca Rain. I have that claimed on Instagram, on TikTok. R-E-Y-N, like Reynolds.
0: I just
1: wanted to do that. Uh, Dude, I like getting into this mode, and I'm like, what are you talking about?
0: (laughs) Okay. Are we going to have that edited in? (laughs) Rebecca Rain.
1: Yeah, Rebecca Rain. And so I have that claimed on Twitter. I have it claimed on, I I have uh, Reynolds Media Marketing claimed on YouTube, but I have an account claimed on all social media channels. Mm -hmm. I don't use them all yet. Uh, But I tell people, claim all your channels and then double down on one. Like, learn that platform. Decide you're going to use that. Stick with it. I mean, I tell people, you can do it for a month, but 90 days is a good time to, like, really get in tune with something. Um, And I'm like, just put everything on that page. Because if you try to do it all at once, what happens is burnout. Um, I did the same thing. I was trying to grow my business TikTok while I was trying to grow my personal TikTok while I was trying to grow my Facebook page. And... It felt like too much. And I was like, well, if I do that video, then I have to repurpose it. And then I have to turn it into a photo. And then I have to cut that all out, pick one platform, and learn how to use that platform. Um, If you had to pick one, I'd say pick TikTok because it's the easiest to grow on. um, Or pick uh, Instagram Reels. Or pick Facebook because you're likely most familiar with it. Um, people think Facebook's dead. Like if you hear the social media community, Facebook's dead. Yep. Facebook is absolutely not dead. I still get tons and tons of leads from Facebook. Facebook's the bomb. Um, I think the magic is in Facebook groups. Um, those are the best place for like small businesses to go mm-hmm. gain leads. Yeah. Um, but pick one and then start posting, on, try to post on there once a day. Like literally if your business does that for the next month, I think it could be life changing for that small business.
0: So then you help them understand the difference between stories and mm-hmm. reels yeah, and then posts. Um, is there a specific type of content that you would represent that you would go, Hey, this should be a, a reel, a story and this should be a post. Is there yep. kind of like a go-to?
1: I think you can, I mean, I really think anything can go anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Stories are really good. It uh, just kind of like an overall breakdown, like stories are good for like your daily life. It's, much less scripted, um, and sometimes I wind up downloading my stories. Uh, you can download them all as one video, and mm-hmm. I wind up posting that as a video on my TikTok. I like or on sharing my Reels. other
0: people's stories. You do to my story. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Because I didn't have to work at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go post about your brand I for like you, this. and then yeah, you can go exactly, share it. Is yeah. exactly
0: what I did this morning. Yeah. Um, I was like, why would I want to? this is perfect. Yeah. So.
1: But, but stories are a great way for like behind the scenes, what you're doing that day, showcasing uh, client testimonials. Um, because every time you post a story on Instagram, it shows up, uh, you know, that little header at the top, the people you follow. And right. it shows a little ring yep. every time they post a new story. Every time you post a story, you're bumping to the front of anyone who follows you newsfeed. And so, in my opinion, that's free real estate. It's a free chance to get in front of it, which is why I do so many. Right. Um, And then what you can do on your stories is uh, there's an option when you post a story in the bottom right-hand corner to connect it to your Facebook page so that all the stories I post on my Instagram automatically go out on my Facebook page. So now I'm not just posting on one platform, I'm posting on two, but I'm Mm -hmm. only spending my time and energy on one. And people on Facebook reply to my Facebook stories, but actually they're from Instagram. And then I download those stories, and I will go post them to TikTok stories. Um, okay. And so then I'm on three platforms for the time it took me to record the videos on one.
0: All in her car. On my car. All in her car. All this in like my car. It's like your quiet, happy place. Yep. Yep. That's where I went whenever uh, during COVID. It was the ha- I have a house of five. Yep. Three, three boys. And I was like, in the van, quiet. That's where I had to go work? Yeah. It's an oasis. It's a little bit of a white noise in there, and you can focus. Yeah, there's no one there. It's hard to focus with a crying baby.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And
0: they'll make good stories either. Yeah. Right? Background I mean, noise.
1: Here's the deal, though. Sometimes background noise starts a conversation. I posted one video on my TikTok one time, and my I didn't realize he photo-bombed me. I'm, like, talking, mm-hmm. and he comes in and pokes in on the video. Mm-hmm. And then leave. So he looks like a creeper. Yeah, yeah. And I record the video. I like, I'm editing it and I see him do that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not redoing this. I'm posting it anyway. I post it and I got several comments of like, I see you have a stalker. You know, who's the mm-hmm. man? Like, oh, your husband's being creepy. Yeah, yeah. And automatically engagement happened because people were like, "What?" they wanted to comment that they saw So it. if
0: you don't respond, they're like, eh, Whatever. If you do respond, then you start building relationships.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. Right? Yep. Which is so, what social, like marketing and social media is all building business
0: relationships. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, me and, uh, a, guy and a, I, a guy I know, named mm-hmm. Michael Morrison, um, you know, it's it's also a way to prospect. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's prospecting on a different level. It's, right. It's a way to network. Right. Uh, you can look at it as two different ways. So. Right. That's one reason that we're doing podcasts and stuff like that. It's a way for us to network, and it's a way for us to reach a different part of the world that we can't network at on a local level.
1: Right, 100%. That's, I have a girl, um, you know, I told you about to- posting on my stories. I have a girl, she sent me an email. Um, and it was linked to like a video she recorded. And it was just like an introduction. Her name is Yasmin. And she is another like social media manager. Mm-hmm. And I was posting on my TikTok regularly. She found me, I believe she found me, oh, she found me on TikTok and then she found me again in a Facebook group and realized I was the same person okay. because I was active in both. And then she sent me an email and was like, hey, um, you know, I, I don't know you, but I would love to like start a conversation with you. I would just love to get connected with what you're doing. So I'm like, Cool. I set up a Zoom call with her. Her and I chatted there for you know, 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few weeks later, she joined my social media or my RMM Small Business Academy group. Mm-hmm. So now she is a paying client. Um, and now I have projects that she can help me on.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, I sent her a proposal the other day like, hey, give me pricing on these yeah. projects. Because I posted on social media, I now have a business connection. Yeah. Um, and then, two, it tells me a lot about her for her to not know me, send me an email, record a video, and just say, hey, yeah, I don't know you, but I want to get to know she you. She recorded
0: like, a video and sent you the video? Mm hmm. Okay.
1: Yep. And then that led to not a, phone a message.
0: Call. Not, not a message. Not a message. Yeah.
1: And that is what I, again, social media, like video, lets me get to know you on a personal lever, level without. Ever meeting you in person mm-hmm. like that is the coolest part about social media marketing is if you can tap into that video section like um people meet me in real life and they feel like they already kind of know me a little bit sure yeah because they saw me online and i try to make sure everything i put out online is authentic to who i am in real life
0: yeah
1: um but she is now a customer for me and i'm about to be a customer for her yeah that's cool yeah
0: See, uh full circle. It is a full circle. Um, so how do you feel whenever you see a post without hashtags?
1: Uh, I'm a level with you. I um, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> like if I see somebody else posting without hashtags, um, I'm not going to think too much of it. Like I am a fan for, in my business, what works for me. I think if you're not using hashtags, you are missing an opportunity to get your stuff queued up. Right. Um, but I'm not going to like hunt people down and like, right. Be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, because at least they're posting something like, right. again, messy action, like start doing it. And then a month later be like, oh, I should. So introduce- then you have
0: no feelings about people making up a hashtag that is irrelevant.
1: It just doesn't help you. (laughs) It doesn't help you. So,
0: Usually those people don't understand how they work, and that's fine.
1: Right, right. Join the class. Yes. I'm a big fan of messy action, but hashtags are best used, in my opinion. This is what I have seen work on the pages I run and for my own personal business. I like to use half of them describing the person who should be watching that piece of content, Mm -hmm. half of them describing what that content is or interests that match that content do you
0: try to hit like a uh, a number of hashtags or
1: yeah i mean it's kind of one of those things it costs me nothing to do all of them so on instagram you're allowed to have uh 30 on tiktok it's just however many like spaces is available Mm -hmm. so on instagram um if i have the option to get 30 keywords in my Mm -hmm. post in my opinion like why would i not take advantage of
0: that right So you have to have some hacks. You're sitting in your car. You're not writing in those hashtags every time. You have to copy and paste them in from somewhere, Yes.
1: So I just use the Notes app on my phone, uh, and I just keep a list of hashtags that I think are good, and then I go pull from them for different content. So most of my content has to do with, like, mom, mom, mompreneur is one of the hashtags, business owner, small business, uh, motivation, stuff like that, and then... Uh, I have a lot of content that talks about like relationship, me and my husband, like, you know, couples, goals, hashtags, married life, hashtag couple argument, like, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. And then I have ones that are related to marketing. So hashtag social media, hashtag, like things like that. So you can use, um, literally if you just Google like hashtag research, you can yeah. find apps that will help you do that for free. Um, I often remember the name, but then there's also like, uh, programs you can buy. that are like eight bucks a month, five bucks a month, not super expensive. Yeah. Um, that you can then turn around and buy to use for hashtag research.
0: Okay. Anything else you want to share about the the group that you have? Uh, I mean,
1: honestly, if you're just looking, if you are a social media newbie or a marketing newbie, um, this group is going to help you know what to post, where to post, how to post it, and then give you a place where you can go ask questions when you get stuck. Because some of us know what to do, but then it's just nice having that extra, like, yes, this is you know, this is looking good, or Hey, I posted this. I'm not seeing any traction on it. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, um, and learning best practices.
0: I got a question for you. So this is the other the other side of the coin. Um, I'm sure you had a little bit of turn- turnover in the group, right? Yeah, yeah. Why have people left?
1: So wh- the first person to leave was because he hired a social media manager for his business. Okay. Um, he decided that he was going to outsource that, which yeah. is fantastic and good for him.
0: So he realized that it was a lot of work.
1: Yes, it is, work. <laughs> and he work. had the
0: money, so he's gonna hire.
1: Yes, okay. it is work. Um, the other person, let's see, there's another lady who left, and it was because, and again, messaging and marketing is important. She thought that I was going to be putting um, like calendars in every month, which is maybe something I should introduce because I do think that would be super helpful. I do mm-hmm. post prompts regularly in the group when people are like stuck, mm-hmm. or, like I don't know what I should talk about. Um, But she thought they were going to be like customized calendars.
0: Like, Oh, you make their calendar schedule for them? Yes. Okay. And so like this is your industry. These are your topics and here's what you're going to, we're going to, these are what you need to post about calendar. Right. Okay. Yes. That, that would be your work. Yes. That would be the person that signed up's work.
1: Yes. Yeah. They would need to come up with their yeah. calendar, but that did get me thinking. Cause now, um, and so like I asked for that feedback and she told me, she's like, this is what I thought it was. And that's really yeah. what I'm needing. So now my gears are turning on like, okay, how could I put industry content calendars and make that something like I can create create templates for each Mm -hmm. industry. I already have one for real estate agents. I already have one for, um, makeup and cosmetics and I already have one for health and wellness. And so I was like, why don't I just make these, you know, a little bit more, not generic, but make them a little bit more template friendly, Right. post them in that group. And then now anytime someone joins the group, they have access to templates for their content prompts. Um, yeah. And so like, so far that I've only had two people leave the group and, and that is why they left the group. Yeah.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else?
1: I, I don't think so. I, I really think that that group is everything I wish I would have known about marketing myself and my business okay. seven years ago. Yeah. It's, it's a wealth of knowledge over the course of seven years and I can go as high level or low level as we want to go um, before it turns into customization.
0: Well, um, hit the like button, subscribe, uh, ring a bell, uh, leave a comment. And um, thanks to Allied Medical Marketing for being our sponsor for this episode. Thank you to Rebecca for coming and spending her time with us here uh, with the Ad Design Tunnel and uh, for the podcast Behind the Unicorn. Uh, look forward to uh, seeing how you, know, you, your company, your family uh, grows and uh, we'll stay in touch.
1: Absolutely. The pleasure was all mine.
0: Thank you. <laughs> This is the best part of the show. Yeah. (laughs) Take this. Oops! You gotta hit the camera. You gotta hit your camera. Oh no! This this isn't working. There it is.
1: What was that? Oh, I throw it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted me to tap (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: so while we're taking a break here, I uh, didn't know why I brought a special treat. <laughs> I this didn't know they made f- those. This is what we feed our unicorns at come. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tried one yet.
1: I didn't know little Debbie made a unicorn cake.
0: These were brought to my attention and we have to now feed.
1: The guest, the unicorn. The unicorn. You want to make munchies. I know noises? you worked out
0: this morning. We don't want to <laughs> I've been wanting, I've been waiting I think almost a month to try these out and I waited for an episode.
1: And this is the These episode. are not
0: these are only a week old.
1: They're only a week old.
0: Yeah, they're pretty fresh. It
1: smells like a little Debbie. It's a good. Okay. Typically, I do not like Little Debbie snack cakes at all. That's actually solid
0: for unicorns.
1: That's like a strawberry shortcake bliss. You're a unicorn. Bliss. That's why you like it. Wow, it's magical.
0: Hurry up before Ryan gets. What back. What did Little Little Devil Ryan do? Before Ryan gets back, eat this. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Ryan, really, is good. good. Yeah. <laughs>